0: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Triangles Meditation Group, a weekly webinar in the support and strengthening of this planetary service. Today is September 7th, 2020. Each week we work together to introduce triangles to people who are new to it and to aid them in the forming of triangles. And also we provide a platform for those of us who are already members of the Triangles' work to participate in a meditative visualization in the support and strengthening of this network. Triangles is a simple visualization technique using the power of thought and prayer to uplift and transform consciousness. The work consists of three people who agree to link up together subjectively in consciousness and visualize a triangle linking them and they do this every day, they form this triangle of light using mental and spiritual energy and in the service of humanity. Their triangle is then linked into the larger framework of the planetary network of triangles and then, in order to distribute the energies, the great invocation, a world prayer is sounded. And the energies are released into all those men and women of goodwill throughout the world who can respond to spiritual stimulations when it's released into the atmosphere. This work only takes a few minutes each day and therefore it can be fit into even the busiest of schedules. So we hope that if you're new to this work and resonate to this idea of planetary service, that you'll think of perhaps forming a triangle. And you can do that by placing your name in the chat box and then communicating privately with two other people who might agree to work with you. And uh, you can get each other's contact information and form a triangle. And we hope you will register the triangle with us and we send all new members a series of emails with introductory information about this work. So today, after the meditation, we are fortunate to hear from longtime coworker, Dwayne Carpenter. He's been involved in the work of triangles and esoteric studies for over 50 years. And he combines animation and visual images to assist in communicating the work of triangles to a larger audience. So I think you'll really appreciate um, Wayne's work if you're not already familiar with it so now as we do each week let's take a moment of silence to undertake a brief visualization followed by the sounding of a mantra let's visualize the planet as a sphere of lighted energy
1: Now visualize within that sphere,
0: a triangle. The triangle of the three primary planetary centers. Shambhala, the planetary head center, the spiritual hierarchy, the planetary heart, and humanity, the planetary throat center. Visualize the circulation of energies around the triangle flowing in all directions, from point to point, merging and blending the three points, filling the triangle with light. Now superimposed upon that triangle, visualize a five-pointed star. This is the star of the world teacher, linking east and west, past, present and future, radiating the energy of love, wisdom, At each point of the star, the sphere of his activity stands an outpost of his consciousness, the five planetary centers. Visualize the energies energies radiating out from these five points of the star London, Darjeeling, New York, Geneva, Tokyo. Now visualize a bridge connecting us to the spiritual hierarchy as we sound together the mantra. Radiance are we in power. We stand forever with our hands stretched out, linking the heavens and the earth in today This segment of the Great Wheel of Life through which we're passing places the focus on the daily life, the here and now, the beauty which it each day affords. And if it's true that our planet is particularly linked with this sign of Virgo as we enter into the new age with its new accompanying energies, of Aquarius which has a strong link with this energy, it seems that we will be lifted, freed from some of the burdens that have plagued us, particularly if you come into a collective culture that will shift away from the present separation and fear and into a culture where this daily livingness, this life more abundantly which the Christ brings will increasingly come to condition our civilization. It's a collective experience we know under Aquarius. Whereas in the past, this inner awakening to divinity was only occurred to a few people here and there. Now with Aquarius and this particular time in planetary history, the group is that which is qualifying us. And so it's a group birthing process as presently we pass through these birth pangs. This sacredness, this being released aids us to recognize our relationship with our own soul, but also with that soul that exists and unites us within all things. It exists within our environment, our family, our friends and coworkers, and also within our groups. And as we move out from under the shadows, we'll begin to see that it was ever there. Eventually we'll come to understand our affiliation with the source of all life and form. That's with our subjective relationships. Which we're told in the Age of Wisdom teachings, these subjective relationships, which stem from the inner heart center of our planet, fall into seven primary categories or qualities. Sometimes these are known as the seven rays. And these subjective groupings each have their own purpose or dharma to fulfill within the greater collective of the hierarchical plan as it's working out. Each of these ashramic groups, these subjective groups, is qualified by one of these ray energies. So while on the one hand, if we focus on one aspect of those energies, particularly today with Duane's presentation on the fourth ray, which is related in some instances to the field of art and beauty, and whose energies are coming into manifestation at this time, will know that there are many different types of artistic creation, showing the creativity of the human kingdom as it works to manifest these inner ashramic qualities. Duane will share his quite Aquarian type of artistic expression using technology and the tools that are increasingly available to us to bring it forth to a larger public. Another artist, along another Fourth Ray line is surely the Chalice Yo-Yo Ma, who's been dedicating many of his gifts and artistic talents to a recognition and a demonstration of the healing power of music. He's bringing creativity to his music, moving out from the perhaps sometimes confining bonds of the classical music world into all segments of society and to people who are not generally gifted with the ability to participate in the beauties of his music. He instead is going to them. He is working to bring the healing power of music to the homeless, to wounded veterans, to those who are incarcerated because he recognizes the transformative power of music not only the listening to music, but he's empowering these individuals to express their own music through voice and instrument. Ultimately, it is this healing power that all art, if it is soul aligned, releases into the world. And that's the work he's demonstrating. But of course, this healing is not limited to the arts and from the bigger picture, each individual and group that tunes itself to its higher nature becomes able to express its gift to the world. And this, broadly speaking, is a healing agent. The release of beauty into the world is something all of us can attempt within our daily lives many different mediums yo Ma was asked, is it a challenge for you to play some of the same classical music over and over again, year in and year out for decades in your life? The interviewer thought, well, maybe this might be a challenge to bring livingness to a form. And he responded that it's the work of the artist, particularly the musician in his case, to make that form, which is constant, live by the creative energy that the artist brings into play when he sits down to bring those notes to life to livingness drawing upon the energies of the people to whom he's playing and also upon his own link with the inner energies that are available and this is surely the case with our triangles work we come together in a daily practice a ritual we don't have a visible audience working with us. Nonetheless, we know that our audience is the world uh, through which we release the energies silently behind the scenes, but we too can muster the same artistic expression and release of beauty and healing potential into the world to the extent that we align ourselves with our own soul, with our group soul, and with the soul, which substance, this work, the hierarchy and the world teacher. So let's now take our place within that field and work together with our meditation. Let's come together in group fusion, linking in thought as a soul, a point of love and light with all those people throughout the world who are working within this Triangles Meditation Group. The link with the spiritual will, the highest center, Shambhala. In the center of the will of God, I stand. Nought shall deflect my will from His. I implement that will by love. I turn towards the field of service, I, the triangle divine, work out that will within the square and serve my fellow men. Visualize yourselves linking with two of your triangle's members. Visualizing a triangle of lighted energy. Visualize the triangle in which you are working as part of the greater triangles network as a whole. Now link with the soul of the group, visualizing it as a sun, a radiant sphere of lighted energy. We lift the consciousness higher still to the heart of hierarchy, the world teacher. Infusing the group with the energy of love, wisdom. Visualize the energies pouring out through the network, love, light, goodwill. Ending all divisions and separateness, healing cleavages and conflicts. through the empowering of light and goodwill. We sound the mantra of unification. The souls of all are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve, and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come, let the future stand revealed, let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone, let love prevail, let all people love. Prior to sounding the great invocation, let's pause to consider the work that will be done as the words are poured out. As we repeat each stanza, let's visualize the network acting as a link between the world of spiritual realities and humanity, as a vehicle through which light, love, and divine purpose may flow into human consciousness. let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth from the center where the will of God is known. Let purpose guide. Thank you, everyone. And now we're going to turn the screen over to Duane. Hello, Duane. Greetings. Hey, welcome. So nice to have you here. And we look forward to seeing your and hearing your presentation.
2: Thank you. It's a real joy, Kathy, to be here with the Triangles Group. And I wanna thank Rose Bates for her technical skills and guidance which have made this presentation possible. You have outlined Kathy so eloquently the work of triangles that I need not repeat what you have so eloquently already shared. I would point out that there is no better time to do triangle work historically than right now, with pandemics, social unrest, revolutions and political upheavals everywhere. So thank you again. What I would like to achieve in this short presentation is a few key ideas expressed through visual images around how the square, the triangle and the vortex sphere are all connected and demonstrate different levels of development, but are all intimately connected If one picture is worth a thousand words, what then will we say about animations that can show thousands of images seamlessly? So let us begin and recapitulate the evolution of humanity briefly through symbols and geometry. On the right of the screen, you'll see at the top, number one. This is when the human kingdom is in its infancy and it's developing its etheric and physical body. The energies are diffused, they're uncoordinated, and there's just a mass of these swirling, lower type colors. As humanity evolves and develops the personality, the human etheric body demonstrates this progress by an integrated grid of triangles, excuse me, of squares. And we've given it the color green because it's considered the active intelligent facet of the path. In time, as the personality becomes fully integrated and reaches up to the impulse of the soul, this is facilitated amongst other things by the creation of a series of triangles. And we're going to explore this in a little greater detail because this is sort of where the majority of people are now attempting to go. From personality integration to soul awareness, where all of their etheric grids are now expressed as triangles. And then last, monadic fusion, where all of these triangles become transformed, transformed into a sphere of circles. Some of these statements I'm making are truncated and paraphrased from the Tibetan Master dwalkul's works to make it uh, less technical, this will suffice. One of the great mysteries that cannot be solved by mere analysis of the lower mind is how esoteric triangles are formed from the mundane square and how these triangles through the evolutionary process become set in motion and become the vortex. So once again, Kathy has outlined so eloquently this work, we need not repeat all the different uh, aspects of triangle work, other than I'll point out that a triangle is a representation of not just three people, but often three different types of energy or force. And that as the energy circulates around the triangle, it builds in potency and power because it's drawing off the three aspects of the triangle. This next image probably demonstrates a little more clearly that idea. A triangle can be composed of similar energies, but there has to be some difference. Otherwise, there's no progress. There's no evolutionary movement forward. In this triangle, which looks more like a pyramid, we have the three basic energies of the ageless wisdom that we're all familiar with. The will, the love, and the intelligent aspect. So keep in mind as energy circulates around these three points, it's actually fusing and combining a number of energies or forces that are different. The question that often arises by the student when they study the Ageless Wisdom teachings is how do we go from one level to another? Well, triangles is a perfect demonstration. You go by building mentally, and then in time, uh, intuitively. Now we know, and I apologize for being redundant, but this is so important. The purpose of the triangle work is to create two triangles where there was a square and to quote the Tibetan and germinate a new creative uh, idea in the flowering of a new civilization and culture. This is also done, when this has taken place properly, the rule of the square has ended. When these two triangles that we have created from the earlier square are united in a new way, the Tibetan affirms that the star of life appears. And this is one of the main themes of this presentation. Once the basics of triangle work are established, you begin to understand that they are are multiple levels of triangles and that they are all connected. So here we have a square bisected to create two triangles. But if these two triangles are repositioned where the lower triangle descends down while the lower triangle moves up or the upper triangle moves down you now have what is called the star tetrahedron and if any of you have studied divine geometry you understand that this is a very very advanced symbol and represents so many different things in the theosophical tradition It represents the upper spiritual triad of the soul fusing with the lower triangle of the personality. And later, the upper triangle of the monad fusing with the lower triangle of the personality. So here you have a perfect balance between the higher and the lower. And this is why it is said that man is in the image of God, because when this triangle, when, when the triangle work is done properly, it builds and eventually flowers into the star of life. So what we're going to do next is we're going to take the information that I've briefly supplied, and we're going to see it in an animation. And, The animation is simply two triangles, an upper and a lower. And in this image, it's really quite profound because it shows the awakening of the heart, which is always the key between fusing the upper and lower triangle. And in advanced triangle work, it's not simply done from the mental plane, It's done from the intuitive and the buddhic so that you're sending out a beam of love as well as lighted substance. So see these little animations, which are very short as little meditations and any technicalities that I've outlined, are often more fully explained by these animations. So the star tetrahedron or star of life demonstrates visually how the upper and the lower aspects of each person must meet and fuse. And this image is rather intriguing because it shows electrically that there has to be a complete circuit. where. One part is grounded in the earth or the lower personality and the upper spiritual electrical fire uh, is, is is the inspiration. It is the life aspect and we are the recipients and we allow this to pass through us. Now, I'm going to, for the sake of clarity, recapitulate what I just said with additional insights and even a wider scope. And in repetition, there's a lot of value because in repetition, in rhythm, you are setting in motion the seventh ray way. Now, what we have here is by Starling Hunter. Uh, a brilliant man who has <clears throat> devoted his life to a number of spiritual pursuits, but one of which, which is creating triangles, going through uh, the Tibetan's works and creating these visual diagrams of how the whole system is intimately woven together into this matrix of triangles. And you can see at the top, it relates to Sirius, Ursa, Polaris, Ur- Ursa Minor, and uh, the Pleiades. And these, uh, this is the descending route that these images take. The red symbolizes the first ray, the blue, the second ray, and green, the third ray. Now here's another one, and we're just quickly going over these those higher energies are eventually grounded right here through these triangles. What we have to realize is that once again, these triangles that we work with are on different levels. And this image is very useful because it shows sort of taking a 12 pointed star and sort of unraveling it as it ascends and you can see it's not just flat and linear it's actually all these sequence of triangles on different levels creating this path or what the Tibetan calls the Antakrana bridge from the highest to the lowest levels this next image demonstrates also this idea that there can be here you see once again the star of life, and the star of life has many offsprings. The star of life in many ways is like the prototype, the parent, the big picture. But through its service and its sacrifice, it sends through time and space these lesser luminaries and lights that are, that are all done through triangle work. So if you leave this short conversation with nothing but a sense of triangles can be spherical, as we demonstrate in this image, you think of triangles as being an absolute straight line. There are no straight lines anywhere in the universe, but they're straight enough to create the idea of a triangle. But we have to see how the triangles fit within these spherical mosaics and this is a perfect demonstration triangles within triangles now the next image is going to show what i just outlined in motion and through an animation so relax take a deep breath and use this as a little meditation. The idea, once again, is that triangle work is organic and never static. You start with a specific mental outline of the work to be done, and you practice connecting with your triangle. But over time, this triangle work will become much more dynamic. And we're going to end this with one more series of triangles and this is sort of like the Sri yantra for those who have studied uh, the uh, hindu and buddhist teachings and it's a it's a fitting ending because it shows a key phrase that the tibetan uses in all of his works and that is welling up where does energy actually come from we can technically describe it but it actually comes, it wells up within itself. So this is the last image we're going to demonstrate to end our meditation in our presentation. Kathy this might be a good time to ask them
0: yes yes Um, such a an evocative presentation Dwayne thank you so much for sharing your work with us a portion of your work I know you have much um, to share it it reminded me of that uh, fourth line of the ancient mantra that the Tibetan gave out from us from darkness to light, from the unreal to the real, from death to immortality, from chaos to beauty. And the visualization that he asks us to undertake of, you know, moving yes. into a, a more ordered, um, subtly colored world, overlaying the chaotic colors and streams of our world at present. And I think that your work is, is helping us, you know, giving us a, a visual to work with when we cultivate that thought form. So thank you so much. Um, So if anyone would like to raise their hands uh, and share an audible comment, please do so by clicking on your name in the chat box, I mean, in your participants box. But if you, there are comments here um, in the chat box. So people can also share with you that way. Uh, Let's see, everyone's very appreciative, very appreciative. Um, If maybe Rose could put your website address in the chat box because I'm sure people would love to see more um, there. Someone's asking, Kathleen's asking if these demos will be posted anywhere. They will be on our Facebook Live, uh, Facebook Triangles group, uh, meditation group on, on Facebook. And um, Duane often posts things there. So I'm sure he'd be happy to post some of these um, visuals and animations there. Yes. But, but on your website, I know that people can find them there as well. Um, Vicky asks, how do you choose the music or soundtrack to accompany these images?
2: That's an excellent question. And I would say, probably more intuitively. And there are a a lot of beautiful music scores that could go with these images, but I try to uh, align the geometry and the color with certain uh, sounds. I realize that's a very vague answer.
0: Um, Jessica writes the 3d triangle is called a tetrahedron but it actually has four points are there those who are, are there those who are forming triangles of four people
2: to my knowledge no but you can perform your three triangles even with a tetrahedron in other words the geometry is overwritten by your purpose and intention. And we can't be uh, smitten too much by geometric forms because when you begin triangle work, it it very quickly goes beyond uh, some of these simple images I've provided, but that's a very good question.
0: Um, Santana writes, Thank you so much for the amazing presentation. You linked up so much teaching and totally expanded my understanding of triangles. I always thought of the Star of Life as Solomon's Seal, also a water triangle pointing up and a water triangle pointing down. So,
2: yes, excellent.
0: Yeah. Um, it
2: is the Seal of Solomon and it's basically the uh, glyph or symbol that is used by all, by many. Let's put it this way: many major religions to express the higher and the lower fusing together.
0: Yeah. Um, Francis writes the six pointed star is also a symbol representing Shiva Shakti energies.
2: Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, It is the, um, Issa writes, it is the aspect of active movement like music that is most compelling in your visual presentation. This is a new facet of understanding
2: for me. This is a very important statement. And I would simply say this as we close, that one of the least explored and understood aspects of the Tibetan master Duol Kul's teachings is Motion. Everything that's alive moves. And this is equally true on the inner planes. In fact, it's even more so. They travel outside of time and space as we understand the term. And there's three types of motion. Uh, There's progressive, cyclic spiral, and there's rotary motion. And these three types of motion characterize all the seven rays all the planes, all the sheaths, and even astrologically, there's a relationship. But it's only until this time historically that the technology has evolved to be able to share these visually. And I can show you a quote one day, if I ever return, where the Tibetan says, okay, here we have a five-pointed star with with uh, four constellations in the earth at the very uh, bottom of this five-pointed star. But he further states, you have to set the pentagram or these triangles that he outlines in motion. He He employs the student to do that. And the reason is because when you can set these in motion, not, not just by looking at something, which is a good start, which I have presented, by, by bringing it up onto the high mental plane and visualizing it in motion, and that really makes a big difference.
0: Yeah, you're, you're really helping to take us to another level in our, in our subjective work, and that's uh, part of the seventh ray, task you know and in combination with the fourth ray i think more and more as we move into the new age zone, these kinds of developments will take on increasing depth both objectively in the outer world and also as you say more importantly in the subjective world yes. so thank you again so much and thank you we will be looking forward to having you back again and so please let's now just close by taking A moment of silence to link with the planetary network, the group of triangles workers, visualizing the network. And we'll close with the sounding of the sacred word.
1: Thank you all, hope to see you again.